0: Podcast by View.ai. In these episodes, we speak to global change makers in retail that are moving the needle, pushing for change, and creating impact. We've seen a sea of changes lashing India's retail landscape. Shopping online has now become a necessity rather than a convenience. And thanks to the adoption wave and growing sales, D2C brands have become consumer favorites in the last year. With digital stakes continually rising, D2C brands are bringing a new dimension in retail. Tea Trunk is a wellness D2C online store that curates the finest Indian tea leaves and crafts them into unique blends for the health-conscious consumers. The brand has been part of the D2C game since 2013, and their omni-channel selling practices, their growth, and their success story is sure to inspire all of you that are listening right now. Today, we're in conversation with Sigda Manchanda, CEO of Tea Trunk, talking to us about how Indian retail brands are leveraging the D2C model like never before. Thanks, Sikta, for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Akshara,
0: for having me. Great. So, Smigda, let's start off by talking about the growth and evolution of the DTC business model in the Indian market. Um, the past few years have witnessed a surge in DTC brands on a global level, and the same trend has now trickled down to the Indian markets as well. Um, and in fact, research shows that India's D2C market is going to be worth $100 billion in five years. So tell us what prompted and led you into the D2C wellness landscape and how have things changed over the past couple of years?
1: So Tea Trunk is an artisanal tea brand sourcing teas directly from farmers and farmer cooperatives within India and then crafting them into unique blends. When I started Tea Trunk back in 2013, I literally set up our first Shopify store overnight with just six queues and just six different teas to start off with. And today we have about uh, 25 different unique teas from India and Japan. And uh, we've in, just in the year 2020 seen an 8x growth on our e commerce platform. So the last few years have been very exciting in the e commerce D2C space. And specifically, when we started out, we were operating in a space where tea has been viewed as a commodity for decades you know like tea has been a legacy trading business for almost a century now and there was you know the only way tea could be traded was either through auction houses or you know direct into distributors and brokers but E-commerce opened up a whole new opportunity for tea, not just to, you know, capture the interests of tea lovers in India, but even worldwide, you know, so at Tea Trunk, um, I was very clear that we will be shipping worldwide from day zero and making these amazing teas from India accessible to tea lovers worldwide. So when I talk about building a brand and building a community, we can only make this happen by owning our customer data. And which is why T Trunk has been very focused on growing our customer base on our own websites. So, you know, today almost 70% of our revenue, e-commerce revenue, comes from our own website versus marketplaces. You know, so most D2C brands um, early on. Uh, maybe start off with Amazon and that's a great start to, you know, um, get proof of concept. But eventually, if you're building a D2C brand for the long haul, it's really important to understand what should be the right mix between your e-commerce revenue on your own website versus marketplaces.
0: That sounds like quite a journey. Um, I'm curious, when you started off, was tea growing a popular concept or did you have to build interest around wellness teas from scratch?
1: So green tea has been trending only in the last five years or so, right? I mean, the concept of chai uh, is very different from green tea and I think uh, um, I often joke about this, like my biggest competitor is not coffee, it's actually masala chai. You know, so we're competing in a market where we're Shifting the perception of what tea could be, you know, we're still educating people about that. You know, you don't add milk to your Earl Grey tea, and you don't add milk to a Darjeeling tea, even if it's black tea. A Darjeeling black tea cannot be had with milk. You know, so there are basic nuances in tea consumption and tea drinking habits that we are um, spending a lot of our uh, time and resources in educating our customer and uh, if you look at um, the challenge for us as a brand is to change a pre existing habit for our customer while i'm not trying to introduce a new product like let's say a granola bar is a very new um, habit to include in your daily uh, lifestyle Um, in in that sense my product is easy in terms of infusing it in your day-to-day lifestyle but at the same time it's very challenging because we're trying to change that tea drinking habit right we're trying to get you to maybe drink masala chai in the morning but then have some green tea at your four o'clock tea time right so there's a very um, marked shift which requires a lot of investment in building the awareness and building the advocacy around the health benefits of drinking green tea. And I think at Tea Trunk, we've been able to do a wonderful job over the last few years. In fact, um, you know, when COVID hit and there was a flurry of turmeric teas in the market, uh, tea trunk had launched its turmeric tea back in 2018 so you know we already had an existing product not just that we already had an existing customer base of consumers who already enjoy turmeric green tea you know so being uh, ahead of the curve in the health and wellness space and and also preempting some of these health trends has really helped tea trunk as a brand
0: hmm right it's interesting that you said that you have an existing customer base for turmeric green tea, and it kind of brings me to my next question. Who is your typical customer base? Because um, I know we're obviously seeing wellness become a more accepted phenomenon and something that people are definitely aspiring towards a lot more. Um, so what are their palettes like and what are they finding different about your products when uh, compared to other competitors in the wellness space?
1: When I started Tea Trunk uh, back in 2013, I bootstrapped the business for the first two years. So essentially, I was growing my customer base with zero marketing budgets, and we grew 200% year on year organically. So the customer base uh, that we have today is the core of our tea community. Our tea tribe has grown very organically, and today, almost 80% of our customer base are women and um, this is also because um, tea being you know part of the health and wellness routine women are also key decision makers for the family when they're choosing a health and wellness product at the same time um, the positioning uh, for our brand which is not in the commodity Tea space right we're not a tea that you can pick up at a supermarket and I think that's important like you know if I ask you Akshara to go down and bring me a box of tea for, for making chai you would just you know pick up any box from the supermarket and wouldn't think twice about it but if I ask you that Akshara please you know suggest a tea which will help me sleep better at night and help me you know relieve anxiety and help me unwind in the evenings, you would probably be doing a bit of research before you pick a product. And I think that's where tea chung comes into picture. The kind of, um, you know, the brand that we built around educating our customers around talking about uh, chamomile being a natural cure for insomnia and why it's a caffeine free tea, which is perfect before bedtime has made our uh, customers choose our product more as a functional beverage which they're drinking to address a particular need or addressing a certain preventive health care need. You know today's self-care is um, I think a highly used and abused word but you know self-care is something that we were all forced to think about during 2020. You know I was just looking at a report where almost 72% of Indians said that they are investing in products and services which help them with the mindfulness, which they're investing, whether it's, you know, an app that they subscribe to or a certain, um, you know, health supplement or a herbal tea that they started drinking as an investment in their mindfulness. You know, so I think that consciousness has come into our customer base. So um, today a tea trunk customer is a conscious consumer who's looking for a specific tea for, Complementing their lifestyle. You know, for, for teas to drink before gym, like matcha as a pre-workout drink in their smoothie, and then, you know, having Roseulong as a digestive tea post uh, post-meals, and then ending the day with the lavender or a chamomile brew. So I think the way you're designing your lifestyle and understanding where teas can become a part of your daily wellness routine, I think that's the tea trunk customer.
0: That's actually very well put. And you've definitely made me think of how, as a consumer, I create space for wellness in my own life. And in fact, the things that you said about the benefits of each of the teas and um, you know how it can be a deeper part of our lives takes me to the next question that I wanted to ask you. You had once, uh, I think in an interview with a Hindu, you had once said not having a tea school in India would be like not having a wine school in France. And I found that quite interesting Do you think that's the gap that needs to be filled education around tea um, or why people need to learn more about tea for them to make it a real habit in their lives, right? How are you doing this as a brand?
1: I think first the platforms that we have enable us to do so, right? If I was a typical B2B trading brand, I would probably have to hire hundreds of promoters across the country standing and talking about the product, right? But I have an alternate option to create content, to create video, to have an e-commerce website, which talks about uh, creating the right context in which my product can be experienced. Right. And I feel that this is something we learned very early on in tea truck. Like we've never been in the B2B and modern retail. Um, It is pretty much as a conscious choice because I wanted to talk about why drink white tea, but being at on a supermarket shelf did not allow me the context in which I can sell my product. Right. You know, so I think e-commerce has a big role to, to play Uh, On how Tea Trunk has been able to create that container in which we can talk about our teas. And how we've been able to uh, do is not just, you know, if you look at the engagement of Tea Trunk on our social channels, on our website, even the kind of reviews that we receive, uh, we we, are working with a very highly engaged group of tea tribe, not just within India, I'm talking worldwide. And, you know, I mean, I'm just gonna share an anecdote Uh, during the pandemic, um, uh, of course there were several delays with logistics and shipping. So we had, uh, you know, a customer write down on a post on our Instagram wall saying that, you know, T-Chunk is not shipping on time. It's a fraud and, you know, just very like defamatory comments. And before my customer service team could respond to that comment, we already had three other people from our tea community respond to that, saying that, you know, tea, tea trunk is one of the most loved tea trunk bra- tea brands in India, and all brands are facing challenges. You should wait. Or, you know, I have never faced any challenge with tea trunk customer service. So, I think what was really overwhelming for me to see how, how we've created these unofficial brand ambassadors and again this is something we would not have been able to do if the brand didn't grow organically if the brand didn't grow in the context of you know spreading awareness we we were very focused on giving back to our community with the kind of um, tea workshops tea experiences just in 2020 alone over 2000 people would have attended our tea tasting workshops and experiences not just in india worldwide you know, so the um, throughout lockdown, apart from all the free and complimentary programs that we were running on our social channels, I also hosted several tea classes We hosted a class on how to make your own tea blend at home using some tea familiar uh, basics. You know, so I think um, it's very important for me that uh, my brand is not just launching the next lemon green tea, right? You know it's been done to death, and um, my my personal focus has always been to create unique tea experiences with our brand. And how do we create that with the product? So, in in during uh, Diwali in November, we re- realized that you know people are probably going to be having more house parties and celebrating at home. So we created a, a botanicals cocktail kit, which is a, um, a home mixology kit. So you can actually make cocktails using tea trunk teas and botanicals, and, and that, of course, was a hands down our bestseller on our website. You know, I think when when I say we're looking at what is how will our teas blend into your lifestyle, we're going beyond saying that, okay, this is a hot cup of tea. We're also thinking how you could use this in a cocktail. We launched a matcha smoothie bowl, thinking how you can make this part of your morning breakfast routine. You know, so it's it's exploring and going outside the bubble to think how we can innovate with tea as a
0: complement to your lifestyle. I love that. It's a great way to bring tea to your consumers conceptually right um and i love the idea of mixologists using tea flavors and festive cocktails or matcha like you said it's a great incentive and um, i think this is really what sticks right with uh, a community giving them as many ideas as possible on how to use the product Um, you're essentially giving them all the means to build these tea-driven habits into their lives organically and i think that's really cool um, you also mentioned that there were some complaints uh, around delivery during the pandemic and stuff. But I remember in our earlier conversations, you talked about how you were delivering at a time when even Amazon wasn't. So that must have been a real uh, light at the end of the tunnel. How did that work?
1: So uh, t is based out of Kua and we've been based out of Kua for the last seven years so i think uh, this was the year when the decision really paid off being in goa because goa was a green zone uh, throughout the pandemic so apart from one week in uh, in march the last week of march we were open throughout we were working with a very limited team uh, at our warehouse and we were working in two shifts so that you know we we maintain all the social distancing and the rules But we were able to rally the troops fairly quickly. So um, uh, our delivery partner was operational and we were able to move product right from uh, April onwards at a time where even Amazon was not accepting orders. So at that point in time, uh, our average customer, uh, our average orders had gone up by 10x we were seeing people of course were stocking up at that point in time so we you know people were ordering 10 boxes of chamomile tea at one point uh together in in april so i think also being um the stage at we are uh, at Tea trunk we're a small lean team. We are fairly agile as compared to, let's say, you know, T-brands uh, who are uh, working at large scale. So I think we were able to move quickly. Also, we were able to innovate with the inventory we had in hand. There was a challenge securing more inventory. You know, while we were able to ship product, we really needed more product. But at, uh, at the same time, tea plantations were shut down. By the time they opened, there was a delay there. So we looked at, okay, what do we have in stock? So, you know, this is, this is an inside story, but I'm happy to share it here that, you know, one point in time, we ran out of tea. So we just had our rose petals and some of the botanicals that we used to blend in the teas. So, oh, wow. we, you know, what do we do now? We just have these, so... We quickly created new packaging and a product line called Botanicals. And then we started um, selling just pure rose petals, pure tulsi, and pure spearmint under a new um, collection. And that worked out beautifully for us, you know, because people were also looking for caffeine free teas at that point in time, right? Because when you're at home, you're having multiple cups of tea. So you don't want to, like, you know, ramp up on your caffeine content. So I think um, just this Indian jugar of working with what we have worked out beautif- beautifully for us during the lockdown.
0: Amazing. Um, you've actually talked about quite a few challenges, you know, like running out of product, for example, or immediate fulfillment. But tell us some of the other challenges that you faced in building a DTC brand because it is a hard task. And you were also talking about how... Um, tea as a category has only been accepted by a larger audience in the last five years and you're one of the very few brands that had a solid focus only on tea. So how are you tackling these challenges that come up? I think practicing
1: restraint on where your brand should be, should not be, what you should sell, should not sell have been very crucial decisions in the life of the business. You know, when we talk about building a brand, it's not just my website, it's not just my packaging. It is a series of decisions that I've made over a period of time to create the environment in which my brand survives, right? you know, so what is that decision of where I'm going to be, what is going to be on my packaging, am I going to sell 200 teas on my website, or will I, you know, restrain myself and select and curate the 20 best teas, so I think those have been very crucial decisions in the life of the business, and um, If you look at Tea Chunk uh, as compared to our peers uh, who have over 200 teas on their website, I think it's very confusing not to a customer or even for me as a lay person to choose between 200 um, unless there's a guided uh, experience. And the value add I can bring as a tea expert and tea sommelier is to say that, you know, this is my rose oolong and this is the best rose oolong there is out there. I tasted 100 teas before I picked this and I said no to 99 others. So, this is the one. I don't want to offer five other rose variants to you to make your life difficult. This is the best one. You know, I think the brand promise has been centered around quality, credibility of my expertise as an in house tea sommelier. And I think all of these have led to, you know, creating and building the character for our brand, which
0: is today absolutely I think it's super important to have quality as a benchmark right and more importantly I think we're living in the era of quantity and not quality there's just too much choice and too many things to keep track of and uh, you know sometimes when I'm picking a gourmet product or even a regular one for that matter I want my choices to be easy and useful and not you know, um, be at a place where I would feel confused and overwhelmed every single time as a shopper. So I'd really hear you there. Um, I'd actually like to move on to the topic of online experiences, you know, um, and what are some of the interesting things that you're offering that make the experience of tea buying a lot more exciting?
1: So my expertise is in tea blending and that is what is most exciting to me. And I realize a lot of people who may not be tea experts or just tea enthusiasts enjoy co-creating a product with you, right? When you're at an ice cream store, you can just get a mango dolly or you can make your own sundae. Of course, the second one is more exciting where you get to build your own sundae. And that's something you can do on the Tea Trunk website. Right now, you can head over and make your own tea blend. So this is something that you know we devise specifically as a custom offering on our website, which is India's first of such offering of a make your own tea blend. And I, and I realized that a lot of people um, who may like certain flavors or have certain preferences, enjoy the process of crafting their own blend. And it's just 100 grams, which is specially crafted in that small batch exclusively for you so there's an element of personalization customization which is which is uh, which is of course enabled with the tech uh, technology that we were able to use on the website but i think that's been one of the key innovations that has helped us uh, offer a customized product for our, uh, on the website
0: is there any um, interesting anecdote from that or any feedback that you've gotten about the custom teas you've created
1: so with every custom tea, um, you get uh, taste notes from the tea sommelier, so that's the next level of customization where we're sending you um, how to brew this tea, Not just we're not just making this for you, we're also showing you how to brew this correctly and sharing um, notes from there. Um, I think so often i'll get a personal dm around you know i mixed this and this is this a good combination or you know seeking advice and and i love having these conversations So i think it's always fun to see what people come and mix with their uh, blends also i just want to add it's such a special gift i would say eight out of ten customers who choose make your own tea blend is to gift it to someone you know because they can either pick up a box of tea from amazon or you know one of the supermarkets or they can create a custom tea blend for uh, as a gift so I think that's where we've seen the most uh, I think my team my customer service team writes the most fun love notes and we we have a collection asks them to share you know because people are often gifting these uh, make your own tea blends as a personalized gift for someone special
0: oh my god just the thought of that sounds very relaxing and I feel like that you know um, made me curious to find out what is your personal association with tea because uh, you know as a tea sommelier you probably have so much uh, experience and knowledge and of course I know the story of the business and its growth but I almost want to ask, why the focus on tea?
1: Right. So I grew up collecting tea. And, um, you know, I'm talking about in the 90s, like friends and family, whoever would travel well, I would ask them to bring back tea as a souvenir for me. And um, like, just unknowingly, I would just save this as my tea treasure in my dad's old trunk. And I worked in Bombay for about a decade in corporate communications and as a content strategist. And on a sabbatical from work, I decided to, you know, study tea professionally. And that's when I went to uh, Sri Lanka and trained under a Japanese tea master. So the kind of journey um, that I had uh, with tea was was very unintentional. So, you know, I went on to do a specialization on tea blending at the Speciality Tea Institute in New York. And when I returned, I decided to name my company Tea Trunk as a tribute to where my love of tea began.
0: Wow, that's amazing. And I feel like I now understand what you meant by tea school because it clearly requires this in-depth knowledge on um, brewing and blending and understanding flavors. It's all very exciting. Anyway, I think this brings us to the end of the podcast. So thank you so much, Sinta, for being part of this episode. We learned so much about Tea trunk and we're very excited to see it grow in the coming years. Thanks for having me, Akshara. For more podcasts around how brands have scaled successfully during the pandemic, subscribe to the Retail Podcast by Vue.ai. Until next time, bye-bye.